Welcome to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. Each week, join Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the tools, advice, and strategy you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's show. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Print On Demand cast. As always, I'm Josiah, joined by Travis. And, Travis, you just got back from celebrating your anniversary from you're in yeah. montrose colorado tell us a little bit about the adventures that southwest was uh putting <laughs> you through uh before you were able to get here and record this uh, episode yeah today was a little crazy day we actually flew into montrose and then drove to uray colorado which is uh, an amazing place it's just stunning yeah. you're basically in this town and all around you are these huge mountains and um Man. You know, we've got some great pictures. They have a, you know, hot springs there we we hung out at and we had, you know, really nice dinners every night and it was a lot of fun. And uh, so we were supposed to come back Sunday, Saturday, I got a text that said, your flight has been canceled. You need to call this number. <laughs> and so like, oh, uh, okay. So I guess all of the flights had been canceled on Sunday be- due to high winds in the Denver area. So, um, or, you know, over, I guess, so sure. Montrose is in like that, in the yeah. west, yeah, in the west part of the state, and Denver's more centrally, you know, more towards the east, and so you have to fly over all these mountains, and um, yeah, yeah, so they cancel all the flights, and um, so we had to extend our, our stay, which, you know, wah, wah, you know I mean? <laughs> right, <laughs> not yeah. Too, not too broken up. Could be up worse. Over, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, but so then today we, you know, got back, and um, I was able to make sure that I, I had to rechange the flight so I could get back early enough um, to do this yeah. interview that we're doing for, uh, for Print On Demand Cast, which is pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, um, it's, uh, it's good to hear that you were able to, to make it safely. I know over the weekend, uh, like planes were losing engines and yeah. crazy stuff, like United Flights losing engines over Colorado. Yeah, and, in Broomfield, and which, is where, our, which is where my uh, shop is. Luckily, my shop is still standing. You could have got an engine rim something just <laughs> you know through the roof because it came crazy close to this dude's house and uh, yeah. jacked up his truck. And our mutual friend who works for um, he's a you know I can't even think of the word. What what does Bobby do? He he works for the oh aircraft control aircraft yeah, control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he was telling me that there was even more crazier stuff happened. Flights dropping off radars, just wow. crazy stuff happening over the weekend. And and so yeah, man, super glad you're here. And uh, we're super glad, we're super excited, rather, to to get into this interview uh, with R.J. Martinez talking mm-hmm. about KDP, which is I, which I think is is something that not a lot of people know about, mm-hmm. but it's massively um, uh, important to you can leverage it really well with with your yeah. print on demand business. Yeah, I mean, so as the print on demand cast you know goes, we try to figure out different ways that people are using print on demand in their day to day businesses. And uh, KDP Kindle Direct Publishing is um, it's a legit print on demand um, you know yeah. wing or or you know can be a part of your business that uh, can be really profitable. I know probably a lot of our listeners are already doing it and know way more than we do. Um, I'm, I'm excited yeah. to talk to RJ because. Because uh, he does know a lot more than us, and uh, I think we're going to get taken to school here. <laughs> oh yeah, one hundred percent. Really looking forward to it. So, without further ado, uh, let's go to our interview with the one and only R.J. Martinez. Ladies and gentlemen, the main event. 
Travis, I'm super excited for the guests that we have for this particular episode because it's a subject that neither you or I know a whole lot about. We're going to be talking about KDP, (laughs) and joining us today is RJ Martinez. RJ, thank you so much, man, for taking time to join us on the show. Welcome to the Print On Demand cast. Thank you very much for having me on. Um, By the way, I didn't say that. Did my audio sound good? Are we good? Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, you sound great, man. Okay, all right. Uh, Yeah, man, (laughs) thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, Yeah, I'm excited to talk about uh, KDP with you guys, and um, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, RJ, I mean, I know I've known you for quite a while and uh, tried to get you to come to my conference a while back. And I'm going to, you know, kind of <laughs> bust your chops a little bit about that because you did, you'd let me down then. But, you know, still, I still got much love for you, even though you're wearing that Raiders hat right now. Uh, <laughs> but I, I do know uh, I do know from, you know, the background, I mean, from our, our relationship, I know that you you don't just do KDP. You do a lot of things print on demand. So just to start out the interview, I'd love to hear kind of. You just share the story. What got you into print-on-demand? Kind of what are you doing in the print-on-demand world? And just share with our audience kind of what you're doing these days. Yeah, man. Um, so I, so for, I first started off uh, when I first started doing uh, print-on-demand. I was doing – before print-on-demand, I was doing uh, FBA, right? Um, mm-hmm. Selling stuff, selling shoes. I was selling a lot of shoes um, and doing going to Marshalls and stuff like that and buying shoes and flipping them. Um, and I kind of figured out there's a few ways to, you know, you can buy gift cards and, uh, get them at a discounted rate and, yep. and, and you can go in and you can get saved like an extra 20% off and don't talk about it because if you talk about it, all the other FBA sellers are going to start buying up all the gift cards and stuff <laughs> like that. I'm like, okay, cool. I won't <laughs> say nothing. And then, uh, you know what I mean? And so, so I started off like that. I was like, dude, this is crazy because as you start to learn stuff, you learn even more and more as you go along. You start doing FBA, mm-hmm. and then I, you know, I heard about print on demand. I started doing books, and I mean, not books, but uh, shoes. And I was hurting. I was like, dude, I'm like over here doing 15 hours a day, like breaking my back. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. print on demand. What is print on demand? I can put like a, a product up. I, I mean, a design up on a product, right? My shitty, yeah. my shitty design up on a product, and it'll make sales. And I was like, dude, okay, let's see what this is about. Then I put it up on a on a T-shirt. Right on Merch by Amazon, I put it up on a, a T-shirt, and then it started making sales. So the next day, um, I put it at cost, um, which was back in the day. I think it was like twelve or something like that on a T-shirt, and uh, or twelve December, whatever it was. And then it made like ten sales the next day. So I was like, "Oh, okay." Wow. Um, <laughs> so you got just, in pretty early then, yeah? Yeah. That was like uh, three months when it, when it opened up. I was like three months, okay. and I, I I read I applied three months later, okay. and then I got approved three months later or something like that, rough, something like that. Um, but then started making sales. I didn't take it seriously like the first year. Um, and then I, I started messing around with it. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Like I need to take this seriously. Cause if I put an effort into it, I can probably make more money and, and save a lot of time instead of doing all this, uh, going to marshals and scanning shoes and <laughs> people looking at me funny because I'm buying up all the shoes. And, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Hey, did I, I, the people, the employees were always happy cause I always got them a pizza party. Right. Cause they made their sales quota and I was <laughs> nice. like, dude, I'm the one that's doing this. Where's my pizza. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, it started off like that, man. And I started making sales and I thought it was freaking amazing opportunity when I seen the potential when I started putting the work in and and doing it and I was like dude okay so I started off with a I outsourced my uh designer right I outsourced a designer and when I outsourced a designer because I suck at designing I don't know nothing about designing 
Um, so I learned like I had to be like my communication had to be really good because um, he's doing this doing this type of design work for me. Um, and then I started uploading designs and like that first month, like it went on merch by Amazon from it went from zero to 400. And then wow. after that, it went from 400 to 2000 and then from 2000 to 4000 and 6000. And then, you know, then it started kind of mm-hmm. consistently making sales um, every single month and making, you know, that good royalty paycheck every single month that's paying for the cost of living. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was really cool. And I'm talking about royalties, by the way. So, you know, it's averaging that amount. Um, I'm not talking about sales because I can say, Oh yeah, I make a hundred thousand dollars in sales. And, uh, it, cause it's easy that much. Right. But then the royalties and stuff like that, it's take home and all that stuff. It's, you know, it's r- roughly around. Um, but it's, it's really cool. And then it opened up my eyes. I was like, dude, okay. Now, you know, I'm creating, I create content, help other people on several different platforms from, mm-hmm. I have a Facebook group. I have, uh, I create TikTok videos, uh, create YouTube content, I've been trying to consistently say with that, um, averaging like two to three videos, um, a month for almost like a year now. I mean, every, every week for almost like a year now and two to three videos a week. And then I actually just, you know, create TikTok videos. It can be, I can average like one or two videos a day all over there. And then I started doing clubhouse and then, you know, taking care yeah. of the group, managing the group and all that stuff. So I'm doing a lot of stuff. Um, but I have a team in place to help me out with all this stuff too, as well, as far as like the hiring VAs nice. and outsourcing and stuff nice. like that. So. Um, I wouldn't be able to do that if it wasn't for them. So uh, that's, you know, it all teamwork makes, makes the dream work, right? And uh, I think <laughs> sure. it's really cool, man. It's yeah. really cool. You got, yeah, I think I sold that shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> RJ, are you, so, doing any, are you doing any of the channels besides Amazon as far as your, your print-on-demand? Are you doing anything on, like, Walmart, Etsy, like that? Any of the other platforms selling your print-on-demand stuff, your shirts, um, what have you? No, not, not no. I was, so I was doing Etsy, and then I got my account suspended. Uh oh. Mm. Right. Um, I got that account <laughs> suspended. It, it hurt me a little bit, man. I made a video of that on my channel. Um, yeah. I, the reason I, the reason why I started doing Etsy is because people wanted to learn about it. So I started creating content around it, and then next thing you know, it started taking off, and it was doing like a good, you know, six to eight k a month. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy, man. It's crazy because. I have seen it as a freaking yeah, – I'm, I'm cool to talk about it because it was just a, a stepping stone, a, a, something to learn about myself as an individual sure. as I'm growing and stuff. Dude, it hurt me, dude. I was crying like the first three days, man. Like that first night, I was my girl with my girl, and I went and had some drinks, and then she's like – I was on, on the end of the bed. She's like, you're crying last night. You remember? And I was like, <laughs> no. I was like, stop, <laughs> stop bringing up old stuff. <laughs> uh, because, you know, it was – Literally, it was doing like six to eight k a month consistently, yeah. and I had it all the the all streamlined, teamed in place for my VA uh, doing all the designs on mockups and all that stuff, and then boom, and I was just trying to figure out what it was, and I and, and honestly, they're just still trying to figure out to this day. But I think from my understanding, when I op- it was cool because I can actually show someone how much I made with Etsy. Mm-hmm. Um, just by showing them one source of income when I was moving. So I was like, cool, I, hmm. I don't have to show them my other sources of income. I can just show them Etsy <laughs> and that's all they need. Right. So yeah. I was moving to a new spot and then I uh, was open IP address and I use a random computer. Right. And they had a computer that like, we just need to see proof of income and all that stuff. And if you can print out whatever. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll show them my Etsy and show them all my stats and stuff like that. And they can see oh, how much I'm making a year over here on Etsy. And then when I showed them that tw- 20 minutes later, boom, email suspension. I was like, huh. Ooh. What? Wow. So it turned into something 
like happy and um it turned into something like it was I was happy about it and then it kind of went like a roller coaster, emotional roller coaster and kind of messed with my yeah. emotion in my head. <laughs> sure. I was sure. like, dude, oh. So then I kind of like from there on, I was like, dude, this is crazy because you think that, you know, you're crushing it with one platform and literally it can just take a like a change for the worse. And yeah. I think part of like learning the learning process and stuff like that, right? And this it, I don't like when people say you shouldn't leave your eggs in one basket. Because mm-hmm. I very more of a oh no 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 shit you know what I mean you shouldn't leave your eggs in one basket but mm-hmm. you just it's like you were being a smart ass to them like you don't say like you know like what's the option like okay you're leaving your eggs in one basket but what's the solution to that what can you do to help someone you know instead of saying right. a smart remark like to somebody like what else can you do right yeah sure no that's good I mean I mean I totally totally agree with you I mean that's why. You know, um, for those of you, for those of you listeners who don't know who RJ is, he's got a great YouTube channel. I actually came on a few weeks ago, uh, talked about Walmart as another place to put your eggs, you know? And so, um, I, you know, and so, but I love, I love what you're saying, man. Cause I, what I hear you saying is like, um, you know, don't just say, don't put all your eggs in one basket, actually help people diversify their eggs, you know? And I think that's what you're doing. That's why, you know, um, that's why I got respect for, for, for what you're doing. You're actually showing people, you know, how to put their eggs in more than one basket. And that's one of the reasons we're having you on. So you can kind of show, show us, you know, Josiah and I always say we're the first listeners. So we get to learn, you know, before we release the podcast and all that, you know, we, we get to learn and, and neither one of us really do much with KDP. I did KDP like four, four or five years ago, wrote a couple books that we released on Kindle and, um, but I haven't done anything with it. And I know now you can like do all these other things and, um, you know, it's, it's become a pretty cool platform. So, um, so I want to jump into that here soon, but I, I wanted to ask you, like, how how big is your team that you've got? Because I think I love I love scaling. You know, that's one of my things. I love you know helping people. Uh, you know, start with a VA maybe, and then maybe get two VAs, and maybe you know, and just kind of grow like that. I'd love to hear like how big is your team, and and what like what types of tasks do you have each one of them doing, or are they just kind of random? And and how does that work on the back end for your business? So I have a total one, two, three, four, five. I have five people right now. Total five okay. people. Um, the ones uh, 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 that's been working with me for about f- like three to four years. Okay. And then um, he's like a, the designer and stuff. And he's like the typography and you know, the illustrations. And then I have two guys. I have one guy that's been with me for about two years. He's the main illustrator. And he mm-hmm. pretty much, he draws like a lot of the illustrations and stuff like that. Um, the idea behind that is kind of just to create less competition for myself when it comes to designs and stuff like that, because you can see a lot of people using, um, like designs from like, um, like our vectors from, you know, paid websites and stuff like that. But how many mm-hmm. people are, are using those vectors and, you know, redistribute them throughout their own designs and stuff like that. Um, and yeah. I think you'll start to create more competition for yourself if you start to do that at first, it's cool to start off like that. But then as you start to grow, you will have to ask yourself, how are you going to improve to make yourself better and make you stand out from everyone else? Because if you're doing what everyone else is doing, what's the chances of you making a sale or, you know what I mean? On a, on a certain platform. So you get, you start to study yourself and, 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 and try to beat yourself and be better than what you were last year. So, um, then after that guy right there, I have another illustrator that I just got on recently and i you know one person comes another person leaves you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. i kind of do that a little bit um throughout the year but 
I think it's it's just a learning. It's a part of the learning process, right? Because sometimes it it may not fit for that individual. They're not happy no more, and that's perfectly fine, right? Because then they can just you know just go ahead and leave. I don't want you not to be happy on my team. Um, and then another one I have is there's another illustrator that I just got. Um, he's like in a month trial right now, and he's freaking good. He's crushing it right now with different <laughs> illustrations. And I'm, dude, makes me so happy to see someone that's uh, very creative, and um, they like to, you know, just take their their work to that level and challenge those challenge themselves. And, and I see that yeah. dude, I'm just like a very big supporter of that type of stuff. Um, and then the next would be, um, like a video editor that I have. And, um, mm-hmm. I'm just, that's how I'm breaking out the content. Right. Cause I can't do that all by myself. If I was just focusing all on that, it would really take a ton of time for just to yeah. edit, edit videos, man. It's crazy. Right. And I'm just like, dude, and I, and I see people do their videos and their content, like on YouTube. I'm just like, dude, how long did that even take? <laughs> and it's like, you know what I mean? So, uh, and then I have an S- SEO guy to help me with uh, listings and stuff like that uh, on the back nice. end of, uh, you know, all my uh, print on demand platforms and stuff that I'm on. Uh, and um, because, you know, it's, and that's very important. And I think, uh, yeah. and a lot of you guys know that too, when it comes to SEO and research, like all that stuff, it's, it's a, it's a big game changer if you do it correctly, because yeah. you can literally take a, um, a product from selling, you know, one to two day, one to two a day to five to 10 a day, you know, just like that, just to switch, switching up keywords and learning how customers are searching for uh, products on the internet. Um, and I, it, it depends on the platform, of course. Uh, but I think that's a, that's a big game changer. And uh, it's a topic that we can kind of, yeah, we can crush that just in one, yeah, you know. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man. So that's 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 pretty much uh, my team right there, and um, it's 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 really cool to, you know, just have all this all working together and moving together. And uh, communication is key at the end of the day when it comes to all that right there, yeah. right? So, um, Skype and Slack or WhatsApp or whatever the heck you're using. Yeah. Um, I just got. I was talked to usually Mondays. I like to talk to my team, so I talk before I talk to two guys um, before I got on this call with you guys, um, and. Yeah, it was uh, really cool. And just to check up and make sure everything's good and making sure like the workflow and everything. And um, if there's anything that I can do to help um, achieve what they're trying to accomplish this week. Um, because at the end of the day, if they don't accomplish it, it's my fault. And it's not their fault. It's my fault. So, Sure, sure. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's, it's good to hear. I know Travis and I both, we have VAs. And it's always cool to hear how people are utilizing that tool. Because not a lot of people know about VAs and how beneficial they can be to your company and how – you know, it can help you with productivity so much. Like you said, you know, doing the stuff that would usually take you so much time ends up taking you away from working on the business. And so um, they're a huge, huge advantage to, to, to bring on board on, on any team, I think, any business. Mm-hmm. So, um, so man, as we progress here, we're going to talk about KDP. And like Travis said, neither here I know or know a whole, a whole lot about KDP. So why don't you start for those listening uh, as well. Uh, what is KDP and how did you kind of stumble on it when you were on your print-on-demand journey? Yeah, so um, it happened, I think it was like in 2019 at the beginning of the year. I think the first book that I created, I created a coloring book. And um, I had all these line, line drawings, like, you know, because after you feel like – so you can fill in the illustration. So the line drawing, you fill it in with all the, the colors and stuff and the shading and all that stuff. Um, and then it's the illustration. And then the line drawing is like basically before you put all in, in all the, you know what I mean? All the ink stuff. I got that correct. Um, but I was just had these line, these line drawings just laying around. I was like, dude, it's like this is an asset right here. I can like create something with this, right? And I think, well, you know what would be really dope is to create a coloring book. 
Like, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, where I come from, it's like, dude, that's that would be amazing. Because, like, I just, I don't know. I love the, the idea behind it and the theme behind it. Yeah. And um, I think it would be cool for, like, um, just, like, kids in general, right? So I created something. And then I put it up, and then it, st- it started selling. I was like, oh, dude, see, this <laughs> is it. Like, there's no competition here, right? Yeah. And I thought it was really cool. And I was like, dude. So I was like, how can I put this in place? Does this make sense for me to do this with the illustrations that I have? And I was like, yes, it does. It's easy. So as we're creating and working on designs and stuff like that um, with these like with these illustrations, it just makes sense to take out the color and to put them into coloring books, right? Sure. And um, advice, like whatever whatever you decide to do, whatever you can even create. I was like, at this point, like I can even create children's books, right? And people even think like, just a little short story, right? People overthink like, okay, you have to have this best, you know, the best <laughs> illustrate or like a sure. crazy book. You have to write all kinds of pages yeah. and stuff. And I'm just like, I'm far from that. I don't, I sucked at like English and like school and it's on sure. my only language. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I would hate, I would hate to read in front of the class. Right. I'll get nervous. And, and people think that you, in order for you to be a published author, that you have to like, you know, write some like high quality Some novel, Steinbeck don't. quality kids novel or something. <laughs> uh huh. And yeah. dude, and, and so I was like, you know what? Like, we have this already. We have these assets. We can put them into place into a book and just start creating stuff. Hmm. And the next thing you know, it like I started to start having a little bit of fun with it. And I was like, dude, this is this is a dope coloring book right here. And then yeah. Next thing you know, it's like it's number one in its niche, and then they create a second one that's number one in its niche again. So I was like, dude, okay, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, and then as I, I start see. to grow and start to learn, you know that, okay, now I can like maybe teach kids how to do stuff, right? And I was like, maybe if I just go down that, right, maybe teach kids like what they're not learning in school right now or what they sure. can't learn in school no more. What can I do to fix that problem for a parent? Mm. Right. And then yeah, next thing yeah. you're fixing the problem and then you have a, another, another moment, one seller in a niche and you're just like, you can't find this nowhere in school no more because they're not teaching it. So sure. if I could teach <laughs> it in a book to a kid to make money mm. <laughs> and then, wow. yeah. And then it's another uh, like number one seller that you never even knew about. You yeah. just ended up creating it because you thought it would be cool. And mm. And I was like, okay, cool. I just created a whole niche for myself, and I just created more work for myself. Good job. Proud of you. <laughs> you okay, I mean? so, so KDP, Kindle Direct Publishing, there's two, two kind of ways you can go with it. You can do like – you can like make Kindle books, so just e-read, e- e-book, and that's yeah. what I did years ago. I actually had like a, uh, a mystery series. I think I had like three or four books um, I'm not even going to say the name because they were really bad, uh, <laughs> but I did that years ago and, you know, I made a few hundred bucks and, um, and I'm sure the royalty things have changed and all of that. But, uh, the other side of it is like, it sounds like what you're doing is actual physical print on demand books, mm-hmm. um, a soft, soft cover. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then how do they like, again, we, you know, we don't know anything about this. Where do they sell? Is that like, do you have to have a seller central account or mm. how, how do you, how do you sell these things? Like how long does it take to get to the customer? Um, mm, how much are these coloring books selling for? How much are you putting in your pocket? Kind of give us yeah. all of the, the nitty gritty details. Yeah. Um, so I, like I focus on more on the paperback uh, version of the books, like you said. Um, and like the, it's cool because you can offer like two different styles of, of the covers. 
do um they're supposed to be coming out with hard covers pretty soon um but i do like the glossy finish and there's like the matte mm. finish and there's a glossy finish on the book but um depending on the niche right of course um like coloring books it can no less than 40 pages per book uh but okay. it just the whole process dude it took me like two months to figure out because I keep on getting my book rejected because I was like the wrong size and it can be, <laughs> it can be frustrating at first and you'll yeah. kind of like, all right, I'm going to come back to this next week. And then you put it off and then you come back to it and you're just like, okay, cool. I finally got it and it's approved. I'm a published author on Amazon. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's, it's a whole different ball game. Cause yeah. like I noticed that when I go out to places and they ask you, what do you do for a living? I was like, Oh yeah, I sell, sell t-shirts online. And then they're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then, But then if you say, yeah, I'm a published author on Amazon, they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, bring like, some respect cool. to the name. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, all, of sudden, all of a sudden, they start buying you drinks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh. So, and then just <laughs> – and then uh, we'll come with books. I'm like, um, uh, you don't want to see. <laughs> it's like, you know, none of your business. <laughs> so, uh, um yeah, man, it's crazy because then, like I said, it just it's those just start to take off, and I'm accumulating reviews and stuff on the book. Um, but yeah, so the the biggest issue that I would see someone facing when they're trying to sign up and and do all this stuff because it's free to sign up, by the way. Um, you're not taking care of another customer service. Um, you're not taking care of another shipping. You know that stuff. You just yeah. you know it's a it's actual like a like a, almost like a digital download in a way. Um, but they're getting the actual physical copy of the book. The e-book e- e- is more of like the digital download, but they're getting a physical copy of the book. Shipping times are like – it can be anywhere from one business. I see some of my books. Like if it's like the number one selling niche, they're getting like one-day shipping times. Wow. That's crazy. Wow, that's crazy. That's insane for them to actually get so, the order, print the book, and uh-huh. ship it out. So yeah. obviously wow. I, I, would, I would guess that if you do have a – you know, a high BSR bestseller rank in the, in a particular category, they're yeah. probably printing more than just as you order. Maybe, maybe they have some type of algorithm that says, okay, this particular niche, if you have a number one bestseller, we're going to print 10 knowing that we're going to sell those in, you know, a day or two, uh, right off the bat. I, I mean, I'm just totally, you know, guessing, but if they're getting shipping times in one day, man, it would That's make, it, it'd be really hard for me to believe that they're, literally printing it and shipping it that fast but i mean maybe they are maybe they've they've got it down that good that's crazy so so like it it was kind of cool because like with merch like with merch by amazon um i'll go back to that because it's just there was the shipping times were like delayed a lot right um and then with everything with the pandemic going on in 2020 and the covid and all that stuff hit in march a lot of the books um like a lot of the books that I had on their list, like the BSR from Easy Low, and uh, and I was like, whoa, okay, this is a game changer. Like, it's a lot of kids like they stopped going. This is where I learned this from too, as well. They stopped going to school, right? And schools were closed, and they yeah. couldn't do certain like certain things. So, a lot of at home homeschooling type of books from educational books and all this stuff. Um, started crushing it on there, and I was like, "Whoa!" And then not only that, just with even just coloring books in general, started crushing it on there because there was a, a, a high demand for all this. And I was like, "This is crazy, man!" Um, so that's what I seen. I seen. I seen all that. All this like play a big role, and I didn't even know what to do neither. Like at the time, because you know we're all kind of like, I'm not sure if you guys have felt any type of way, but I'm a people person. So when I see people like struggling, kind of, I don't like to see that, man. I just yeah. actually, I care about people and stuff like that. I don't want all, nothing bad to happen to nobody. Right. And then I'm just like, 
I see all this effect on people. I go to the store, the grocery store. I'm seeing people like, whoa, okay, this is this is. We got to I got to figure this out, making sure. I didn't know what was going going to happen, <clears throat> but <laughs> but KDP is just like with all that still going on, they're getting stuff to customers in one to two days still, and with merch, you know, like wow. with a lot a lot of the stuff, a lot of the shipping times kind of got delayed and stuff. Um, with all this going on, and even in Q4, a lot of the stuff gets delayed too with merch by Amazon. Uh, but with KDP, they seem like they have a better system in place as far as you know. And of course, they're two different. I'm pretty. They're two different like uh, programs, of course. But mm-hmm. you can see with a book, it seems like it's getting shipped faster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they have that part streamlined compared of yeah. printing a shirt compared to printing a book. Yeah, and I sure. think this is really cool because this is like a big insight because you can see it. Like the shipping times for a shirt, and you're seeing a month out, two weeks out, and then with the book, yeah. it stays pretty consistent. So yeah. yeah, I mean, you, I mean, it could just be um, volume too. You know, I mean, like maybe merch by Amazon is just you know fifty times the volume that KDP is. I, I mean, I, again, just totally throwing that out as a guess, but um, but man, that is crazy. That and and if if that is the case, then um, it it would be really smart for people to to jump into KDP, yeah. Um, because that would, I mean, that would just kind of give. You would think that that would mean that there's less competition. I don't know that there necessarily is, but I'm 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 sure that there are still some underserved niches um, <laughs> in the book space. Sure. You know, um, so yeah. So tell yeah. us tell us about the royalties. Like what like. Like like I was asking, what are you what are you selling things for, and what do you make on these things? So I I list a lot of my, a lot of my books at anywhere between six ninety nine to seven ninety nine, okay? okay, and it can be anywhere between like two to three dollars per book. Okay, right. Um, but the thing is, is like once you once you start to kind of get that volume going, um, you like if you get a, the volume going on one like. Uh, it depends like the season and stuff like that you can one book can make over a thousand dollars for the month right Mm. um wow and and then once you get the volume going on you just say like you have a consistent seller number one seller you can make anywhere between three to five hundred dollars a month just for one book and Mm. i think it's cool because you're not holding no inventory you're not yeah yeah and and then all royalties uh uh-huh and then the 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 ship like i said the shipping time the shipping times are just like a fba product so you're kind of getting like that like the fba uh uh, volume, search volume, and stuff like that, and you're just sure. just cranking it out. So it's pretty cool. Um, not only that, too, when you order them and you get your physical copy of the book, you kind of see, okay, how can I? That's what you ask yourself too. It's like when I'm looking at when I get something in a physical copy of it, how can I keep this customer to color? Like, how can I get this customer to color throughout the whole book, date to the very end, go all the way to page, whatever, and then next sure. you know, you know, what what else can I get them to buy the next book? You know. Stuff like that. So I think about these things, but actually to have a physical copy and then show friends when they come over, like, hey, check yeah, this out right cool. here. What do you think about this? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's dope. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Should I tell them? Should I tell them I published that book and made it? <laughs> or should I just not keep the secret? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you, in your experience, have you, have you done much of the, of the Kindle, like the direct download stuff? Do you make more royalty-wise when you're just doing a direct download since they're not printing, you know, using physical – um, goods to, to print the book? Is there a difference royalty-wise? And have you done any of the digital download stuff uh, since doing KDP? No, I haven't. See, that's okay. something that I, I definitely would love, like kind of get into next. Um, but I haven't done that at all. But I was thinking more of that right there will kind of be more of like 
content creating for like myself as me personally. Sure. Um, I would think like you know, like stuff that I can create to help people um, start a business online or start selling shirts online or start selling books online, stuff sure. like that. Uh, sure. Because I know I see a lot of these people that uh, capitalize like depending on what's going on. So for example, like Bitcoin and all that stuff. I know a lot of people like on the print on demand community are creating stuff like this to kind of get people the insight on it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I can see something like that just to give kind of give people an idea of if you see something going on in the world right now and you can capitalize on something like this and teaching people how to do something, it's, it's easy, right? There's so many ways you can make money, Um, especially if you have an insight on it. And then if you create a book about it, dude, it's, it's, yeah. It's golden. <laughs> yeah. I, I know some people that are um, also using KDP to like pair with other products. So mm-hmm. they might be selling a, you know, like a, a, a kitchen gadget or something like that. And then they pair it with their, sometimes they'll, they'll just pair it with a digital download, you know, but other people are actually pairing it with an actual physical cookbook. So they do the KDP and maybe they put the price really low you know, and just order, you know, however many cookbooks that they need to then send in to FBA, you know, with their actual kitchen gadget. And Mm -hmm. it it does two things. It creates extra value for the customer, but it also makes it really hard for people to knock your product off. And, you know, like as a copycat, you know, finding the same gadget over, you know, on Alibaba in China or whatever, and, and just jumping on your and hijacking your listing because now there's, two physical people, you know, products, there's the, the gadget and the book. Yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, so I, I, I mean, that's just one way that people are, you know, one business model that people are using KDP for. Um, I, I wonder if, if, if you've run into any, I mean, it sounds like your business model is just content, content, content. Mm-hmm. Um, you're basically taking your, uh, your app, you have the illustrations without the color and because you have these illustrators already doing it it's just kind of like why not use use that um which is a great i mean that's that's why i'm in print on demand period because i had a merch by amazon account i had you know i had designs and i said why not put it on a coffee mug and that launched me into you know where i'm at today so i'm just wondering if there's any other business models you've heard people using kdp for that you can uh, i know that's kind of putting you on the spot but i just wondered if there's anything that you can think of no i think it's um there's like several i love this is the cool thing about this because there's never like no right way right to do one thing right right, right. and i love it because um when i say it that way you can tell who's uh narrow-minded and who's not, and and that pushes them, pushes the sure. people that I don't want to talk to right off the bus, right? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so um, there's like, there's of course, there's like the coloring books, like uh, stuff like that. You can do stuff like that. But then there's like, like um, I think it's part of the low content too, coloring books. But then there's like stuff for like uh, making candles. And I, I created a business around this too as well. It's called Pixel Pod Studio to help beginners. Um, so like what that is, is we just, uh, you know, supply like 10 interiors a month. Um, to, you know, people, um, and I created a business model around that. Um, but as far interiors, what do you, what's, what do you mean? What's 10 interiors, 10 interiors a month? Yeah. To, well, to kind of like, so for example, like candle making, um, like log books and stuff like that. So there's actual like log books and, um, um, like uh, meal prep prepping planners and stuff like that. Um, and, and different, different, different niches that are created. Um, let me see, let me see. Hold on a second. So this this is where we'll play like some you know fun music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like so like people are like creating like no like notary books, snowboarding, uh-huh. 
uh, migraine. You know what I mean? So there's different types of I kayaking. See. Um, see, I can't t- I can't tell you everything. Then you go to all my niches. Like Talk sourdough. Slower, I'm writing it all down. Three <laughs> <laughs> uh, D printing, right? Yeah. So there's all this stuff like different like tracking types of blog books and stuff like that. Um, so you can kind of go that route, right? And uh, just kind of see what people need and, and, and try to create a book for them. Um, mm-hmm. As like you know, weightlifting, like anything at the gym or anything that you do daily to kind of keep track of, there's always a demand for that, right? Sure. Um, so it's just, it's just big. It's big. It's like there's so much out there that you can capitalize on with this. And then not only that, there's like, like, um, like B2B stuff. So you can go actually go to actual physical business and be like, Hey, it, it sounds better to say like, I'll create you a book and then you can kind of capture them later on with me. I'll make you a t-shirt too as well. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, your book line that will say, for example, let's say like a beer tasting, right. And mm-hmm. go to any, cause San Diego, I'm, San Diego, San Diego's big, they have a lot of breweries out here. You can capitalize on, you know, making a beer tasting book for like a brewery. Right. And then sure. put their logo in front of the and then you can order them copies and have them, you know. And then next thing you know, it that's actually an excuse for you to talk to the next brewery next. Like, hey, I created the, the these books for the this brewery down the street. Let me create this for you, right? Sure. Let me create this one for you as well. Kind of go go down that road. Um, and then yeah. uh, sushi. So I love sushi. Uh, there's a lot of sushi uh, spots out here. Same thing with that, like sushi tasting, right? You can kind of there's customers that will say like in the Yelp reviews, they'll say. I've been going to this business for years and da, da, da. it's like, well, you know what I mean? I've been trying yeah. all the sushi, you know, here's a book for you. You know, you'll probably enjoy this. You could try this one next, try this one next and kind of mark it down. So yeah. there's that route too. Um, and literally just opens up for, well, not only do I do books, I do t-shirts too. So let me put your, you know what I mean? Your logo up on Amazon right. and you can purchase or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So, so let's, you know, all of this, just as you're talking, I have, a dozen different ideas of how I can use KDP and I'm <laughs> writing down who I need to talk to and, and, and present these ideas. But again, I'm a novice. So, you know, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there are as well. How do you start? Mm-hmm. What's the process going back to the beginning? Um, how does someone sign up and what's the process to getting their stuff submitted and kind of walk us through that process um, as if, you know, we're going to sign up for a new a KDP account right now so um the last time i think i signed up was how long like three years ago but i so (laughs) when you sign up i what i did was you know put on all my information and all that stuff um u.s bank account all that stuff Mm -hmm. um as far as like creating so just a basic like stuff that you need to create up for a, a kdb account right your name and all that stuff um and i kind of i there's a whole i kind of have to see the whole thing but let me see as far as like the, I want to say like the hardest part all that stuff is, is like basic information as far as sure. when you're creating basic information but as far as creating the listing and all that stuff mm-hmm. that is the more most difficult part because sure. a lot of people get caught up on sizing of the, the interior sizing yeah, of right. the cover because right. you got to remember that when you're they're actually like the machines are printing all this stuff. So if they run into an error and they send it to the customer and it's like the cover is way off and the sizing is sure. all messed up. Sure. Um, that was like one of the biggest challenges that I faced personally when I was creating my first book. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, uh, 
I'm going to have to come back to this later <laughs> on because it's turning into like a bigger problem than I expected. Sure. And just one little dimension off or the text is too close to the, uh, the edge of the, the book. The blade line, right. They're, um, they're, they're, being, they're being cut and all that stuff by the machine. Uh, um, they will reject it. And then you literally, when you submit a book, it takes about, it, can, it depends what it is. But it, like before it used to be like approved within like one to two days. Now it's like more people are coming on. It's taking like anywhere to five to seven days, depending on what sure. type of book you're creating. Sure. Um, and literally it takes – and it's being pushed back a little bit more because as more people are coming on, you know, like I said, they're putting more books up. So it, that right there was like the biggest challenge when it came to KDP. Other than that, signing up and all that stuff, it's, it's easy. It's, sure. it's, it's walking park. You do it easy. But that right there was – do they it. do they provide templates of any kind that you can download when you're making the art? Like, how did you overcome that obstacle? Did you have to just trial by fire and keep adjusting, or do they provide any kind of templates that you can kind of provide a designer and yeah. uh, and work that stuff out easier? Yeah, so they have all that on the back end. They have all like all pretty much all the templates and all that sure. stuff. Um, but depending, so the the thing is, each cover is going to be different depending on how many pages you have on inside of the book. So mm-hmm. if it's 120 pages. There's a certain spec that you have to hit, and that will be all in the back end with KDP. They show you all that. Okay. Um, but then mm. if you create a different book, like say if you create 160 pages, the sizing of the cover is going to be different because the book is going to be a little bit more thicker. thicker and sure. the spine has to be uh, a little bit more th- – uh, you know what I mean? It's a different size now. And then mm. literally by you doing that and messing that part up will mess up everything. You're like, oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> back to the whole process again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, that's that's some that's good times, man. So trial little little bit of a trial by yeah. fire. So um, yep. so are you? Would you say that? Um, I mean, one business model would just be kind of like doing as many books as you possibly can, as opposed to like one work of art that you put all of your blood, sweat, and tears. Um, you know, in other words, if if I'm starting, what are some of the goals that I should have? Um, you know, and obviously, you know, each person is going to have individual business goals, but I'm saying like more of a generality, what, what would you say to, to optimize, uh, my results and, you know, get the best kind of results I can. Um, what, what, what kind of advice would you give me? Um, so you can, so we start off like you want to, the goal is to create a brand, right? Um, so there's an author, there's an author called author central. And this is pretty cool because it kind of like, it sets it up and gives you, all your like your analytics on the back end and all that stuff. It's almost like a seller central for KDP, nice. but it's an mm-hmm. author central. So you set that up and then you start putting books uh, under that one brand. Um, but mm-hmm. the thing was, is like when I was looking at all this stuff, I was looking at when I was uploading, I started making sales with certain books and I paid attention to like what was selling in my niche under my brand. And that kind of like, it's, it's telling you, right. It's telling you like this book is crushing it, right? You need more of this, but you need to start making more of this book. Um, so literally that's literally what I started doing is started making, um, coloring books around that certain book. And then next thing you know, that book is selling and then that book is selling. And then, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? One of the books that I have is on track to do over a hundred reviews this year. And I'm just like, cool. Cause I already know that last year it made a good amount of money, but this year it's going to make even more money. And it's crazy because as you start to get that sales velocity going, you're going to start crushing it in that niche. And literally only thing you have to do, it's not rocket science. You just got to make more of that book, right? But yeah. you definitely do want to make a good quality book because okay. with a lot of the print on demand is going to toss around a little bit because 
you know, people from overseas are, are starting to, you know, understand how easy it is to do print on demand and throw designs up on products and then just like flood the platform. Right. Mm -hmm. And the algorithms are kind of like catching on to that type of stuff and like, you know, not showing that product less of that product. Right. And they see that, okay, if I show it to a customer a hundred times and no one's purchased it, obviously this product sucks. We're going to push it to page five. Right. Mm -hmm. And it seems like the algorithms are getting better and better at that. And I think that's really cool. Um, but as far as like trade, I really recommend you create a good quality book. Right. And like I told you, like when I order a book, I look at it and it's like, okay, what can I do to make this person, person purchase, click on my book to make a purchase on it. Right. And I'm asking myself that all the time. What's going to make them click first of all, right? Mm -hmm. What's, what's going to make me get that click and do the same thing with YouTube too, as well. Like what, what, what am I going to be able yeah. to do to drive traffic so, with these? It's that thumbnail. <laughs> You know, yeah. that yeah. thumbnail. How's that? How's that cover looking? Yeah. So the, the, the exactly. So the cover is the thumbnail, right? So you got the good keywords. You're driving the traffic. So what's going to make them click? Are you going to give the customer what they want? Give the algorithm what they want? And literally, if you start doing that, you start crushing, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it's like you're playing mind games with yourself in a way. <laughs> but once you start to learn all this stuff, it's it's cool because. Like SEO, SEO is very important, but also the book's important too. Everything plays a big role. And then description, sure. all that stuff. And it just – you give the algorithm what it wants. Give the customer what, it, what they want. It, it, it's, it's over then. Like you're going to learn how to do that and you perfect that and just rinse and repeat because there's no reason why. If you have one top-selling book, you can't have two. You can't have three. There's, you can have 10, 20, 30, 40 and just crush mm -hmm. it out that way. But don't just – Go on to the platform like, oh, yeah, I'm going to spam the shit out of this platform and then <laughs> make $10,000 the first month. Like, you know, it yeah. doesn't work that way. It just yeah. doesn't. Sure. Like maybe back in the day it did. But mm -hmm. now as the algorithm starts to kind of – they see how things are working. They, they know what works and it seems like that's what the algorithm is learning. And I think that's really cool for us, right, because we can create a good quality product that stands out and makes sales. That's awesome, man. Like I said, this is uh, super, super awesome information. I'm learning a lot and, again, lots of ideas. So let, let's tell the listeners, you know, you mentioned you do, um, you know, coaching calls and stuff like that. So tell people, you know, one, what you can offer as far as your coaching calls, this kind of services you provide, and then how they can find you and where they can find your content if they want to learn more about KDP, Print On Demand, your journey, and, and so on and so forth. Yeah, man. So, well, YouTube, right? Uh, I create a lot of content on there. I create a lot of free content, um, like with coaching and all that stuff too, as well. That I, I literally put out a lot of free content that works. Like, like well, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Sure. But uh, <laughs> a lot of the stuff that I provide, I did a coaching call this this morning, right? And I'm just like, dude, watch this video. Like, ex everything that I'm going to tell you right now is in right. this video, right? Yeah. And, and I was just like. But I'm going to repeat it to you. I'm going to show you exactly what I'm talking about with your actual product. I'm going to show you hmm. rip your product apart and put SE, all that stuff in there. So yeah. YouTube is RJ Martinez. TikTok is RJ Hustles. Instagram is RJ Hustles. Um, Snapchat's RJ Hustles. And then the Facebook groups. I got a Merch by Amazon Mastermind. KDP Kindle Direct Mastermind. I think that's what it is. Hmm. Um, and then uh, Clubhouse. I got RJ Hustles on there too as well. Um, I'm going to be talking about, uh, KDP tomorrow at, oh, well, yeah, I'll be talking about it tomorrow over there too. So I'm very active over there on clubhouse. Um, awesome. I go over a lot of stuff over there too, as well. And I'll be growing my following over there too. Um, I just head over, I had over a hundred followers in one week over there nice. because 
learning the algorithm and, and learning how, you know, how it, how it works and stuff like that and creating content that, that helps people out. Um, so I'm a big fan of that. Um, but yeah, no, as far as that, like I do, I produce a lot of content over there, like on YouTube, just to help people out. Um, sure. I, I base it off of what I do, right? And what I mess up on, if I get my Etsy account suspended, I'll go make content on it to help people not do that mistake right. that I've done. Right. And it's a learning Absolutely. experience. It's a learning experience for everybody, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but sure. I wish I knew. I wish I knew um, what happened so I can actually make content on it to actually tell people, don't do this, right? right. So they don't really <laughs> they leave you hanging and not telling you what happened. So I think it, it was like, it's like, it's crazy because it's drama, right? And it's like yeah. one of the best videos on my YouTube channel. I'm like, no, don't make that one the best video on my YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then like, there's like, for example, like I talk about like Redbubble over there. Um, that's mm-hmm. another print on demand platform. But yeah. people like they love that stuff over there. And for some reason, like that's like one of the top performing um, pieces of top, like the topics on my channel. That 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 topic does really well on my channel. It's weird. Hmm. I don't know. It's just hmm. weird. Hmm. And then. Of course, over there on TikTok, I make more straight to the point content, but I, I chop up a lot of the pieces that I do over my YouTube channel and put it over there and kind of sure. just bring more attention to it. And it's easier to bring more attention to it over there. And you get, I made some uh, Walmart print on demand um, content over there, and I did really well over there. And I directed it back to uh, Travis's uh, interview that I did on my channel. He's trying to take over my channel with that interview. <laughs> <That's> so, right. uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. So, uh, but, but I, I, he's a good person, though, so I don't mind him doing that because he, he's, he's helpful, so and not not bring people down and stuff like that. I'm not a big yeah. fan of uh of people being mean to other people because I think that also too, to kind of touch on that a little bit. A lot of people are um, I don't like when people use their influence to bully other people. Sure, um, that's not a cool thing to do, and I, I think that's 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 that's, bu- that's bullshit because yeah. yeah, you shouldn't do. You should be able. You should be bringing up people and making an example of what needs to be done right in the community instead of someone creating a post and everyone bashes them. Cause that's what it is. At the end of the day, it's bullying. Sure. Being a bully. I don't like when people bullies to each other. That's not cool at all. So, yeah. um, and so I'm here to make an influence and help people out and, uh, reach new people and meet new people. And that's the fun mm-hmm. thing about outsourcing too, as well. You get to meet new people and help others out and change their life. Well, man, I, you know, after you said that whole thing about bullying, I really feel bad about bashing your Raiders hat. Oh, wait, wait, no, no, I don't. That's, no, a, I don't. that's a different thing. That's a different thing. That's different. That's different. Well, I, I, I want to make sure, I just want to make sure our listeners know all these, um, all these links for RJ stuff's going to be in our show notes and RJ, yeah. I'll get it after, you know, the call, we'll get a list and we'll throw it all in the show notes. So, uh, um, so people can find you and reach out and say, Hey, and, 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 you know, learn from your content. Um, I, I've, I've obviously have, you know, I'm on your YouTube channel, but I've also looked at a lot of your other videos on there and, um, it's yeah. some good stuff. So our, our listeners, you guys take a look at RJ stuff. He's a good dude trying to do good things for, for the community and, and, uh, my hat's off to you. Um, and my hat is better than your hat. I, <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, RJ, man, thank you so much for uh, for taking time to come on the show. I know you're busy, but we appreciate you uh, sharing all your knowledge. And like I said, it was very useful for myself. I know it was useful for Travis, and I really look forward to uh, 
letting the listeners hear it because I think it's going to motivate them and give them, like you said, ideas that are a little bit out of the box uh, from what you might typically think of for for KDP or a print-on-demand business model. So thank you so much, man, for coming on the show. Yeah, man. Thank you. I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. Well, there you have it. RJ Martinez did, in fact, take us to school on KDP Travis. There's <laughs> lots of stuff in there. I was writing notes as, as he was talking about ideas I'm having. There's so much you can do with KDP that I didn't even think about doing. I think when I think direct to publishing, like he was saying, you have to have some kind of um, you know, Steinbeck, Hemingway <laughs> novel that you want to want to put on paper, and it's got to be this really you know smash hit of a book. But coloring books, planners, yeah. you know, like you saying log books where you're logging your workout, your mm-hmm. exercise, your diet, your whatever. I didn't even think about that stuff, mm. man. It, it's fascinating what you can the, all the facets you can use. KDP yeah, for. I know a lot of people were just putting up, um, you know, they call it low content or something like that, but um, they were literally putting up journals and just lines of, you know, yeah. and so it'd be like, uh, you know, <laughs> unicorn journal, journal, and then they'd put a unicorn on the front. Now I don't yeah. know that that's you know going to fly anymore because I think that ship may have sailed by now. You know, there's probably a lot of journals up there, but. Sure. Um, it's pretty saturated. Yeah. But yeah. the coloring book thing, I, I, you know, I mean, there's always going to be a need for coloring books and unique coloring books. And oh, I yeah. loved, I love the fact that he's using his existing yeah. assets and repurposing them, you know, for another totally. platform. And totally. I, I love that. That's that's the idea. Yep. Yeah, we talk about that all the time. Yeah, yeah about exactly. maximizing your assets. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I think that's awesome. And you know, there's a big niche that I've noticed, you know, in the last five years or so are adult coloring mm-hmm. books, like coloring books with more intricate lines and yeah. more, you know, um, adult suited content as far as like, you know, the it's not just, you know, Barney or uh, a, a Muppet <laughs> or whatever. It's it's more, you know, scenic stuff, which I thought it was really cool. So thank you again to RJ for coming on to the show and imparting some knowledge and I know inspiring me to pursue some different ideas and hopefully inspiring you the listener to pursue yep. uh, some different ideas. So it's, it's going to be super, super exciting. Uh, so before we put a bow on it, I told told you before we press record for the outro, I was going to share a cool story with you and the listeners uh, that happened this last weekend. Um, and it just kind of proves that you never know who orders what <laughs> from your store or an influencer store or what happened. So what happened? So I'm uh, I'm in Wyoming. I went to go visit some family for a quick trip in um, in Wyoming. And uh, I get a message from one of our influencers who happens to be a TikToker. And he says, hey, uh, I have a VIP order. Uh, order 1250 um, is in my Shopify stores for VIP, VIP customer. Please make sure it goes out quickly, blah, blah, blah. So I go into his back end. And the person that ordered it, the name says Kristen Bell. Hmm. So I message him and I said, you mean to tell me this is like Kristen Bell? Kristen Bell? <laughs> He's like... Yeah, no. And he sends me screenshots of these conversations he's had with her, sending her the link. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm a huge fan of yours. And you're so talented. And I love your content. (laughs) And he records this voice message. He has a TikTok on her, on his channel of him, like, gushing, like, oh, my God, you're my Veronica Mars. (laughs) You're my, you know, my. You're forking And I'm like, I love you so much. (laughs) You're forking amazing. (laughs) And and she responds, like, you know. And and then you can look at his comment section. And it's like, oh, my God, you couldn't be any more cute. And she's interacting with this hmm. dude so wow. we got an order from Kristen bell that's going to her you know house in los angeles and it's just it's wild you never to know the good, to the good place 
It's going to the, to good, the place. good place. Yes, exactly. It's going to the <laughs> good place. So it's just wild, you know, when you're, when you're working yeah. with influencers and even having your own store, you never know who's going to be placing an order with you. And, and now you're now I'm I'm three degrees, two degrees from Chris Nabell. I know the influencer, and he knows Chris Nabell. <laughs> so it's it's wild. Wow, it, it, it's absolutely that, crazy, man. So I just thought I'd share that yeah, story because awesome. it's it's pretty fascinating to think that something that we're printing is going to. To her, it's, it's yeah. Wild. Well, I it's mean, crazy. yeah, that's a really cool story. I'll just have one very simple piece of advice for you: don't screw it up, Josiah. All right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I plan on uh, printing it myself <laughs> and recording it and talking about and leveraging social media, right? Talking about what yeah. I'm talking about here. Like sometimes you never know when you're working with influencers what you're going to do, and and just kind of in, in a TikTok form, chop it up, mm-hmm. maybe tag her on Instagram, whatever. Whatever it yeah. looks like, but the more exposure you can get for your shop and for the influencer, it's probably a win-win situation for everybody, and she gets to see her shirt being made just for her, you know. So uh, it'd be really, really interesting to see how that goes. So I'll, we'll, we'll have a follow-up <laughs> and see if anything else comes of uh, of this uh, order for Kristen Bell. Yeah, man, so, you, you need. Oh, I was just going to say you need to post that in our uh, Facebook group, our brand new Facebook group. I will. No. Yes, yeah, that's actually a great, th- a great idea. I'll screenshot the, or take you know the video of yeah. the shirt, and uh, you know say who it's going to, and and provide as much evidence as I can, and and not you know show everyone her address <laughs> <laughs> or her phone number for that matter, because uh, all of her personal details are of course in the order. So, but yeah, that's a great idea. And if you want to see this post, if you want to see proof that we're sending something to Kristen Bell, you can go find mm-hmm. that at our brand new Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash print on demand cast. You can ask to join. We'll invite you into the family. Uh, super excited to get that group going and use it as mm-hmm. a place to grow community and grow conversation and, and give advice to one another. Uh, I think it's going to be a really, really fun time just interacting with everybody there on that Facebook group. Where else can you find the podcast, you might ask? Printondemandcast.com. And if you have a question for myself, for Travis, if you have a question for RJ that you would like us to relay to him, if you can't reach out, if you can't contact him through any of his channels, info at printondemandcast.com is how you can interact with Travis and myself. We love hearing from you guys. We love interacting with you. So please do not hesitate to reach out and let us know your thoughts on this episode. If you have any other questions or do you know more about KDP than RJ? Are you challenging him for the RKDP throne? The gauntlet has been thrown. <laughs> the gauntlet has been laid down. So let us know if there's anything you feel like we miss on this particular topic. We'd love to hear from you guys. And of course, rate and subscribe on iTunes. But we're also on every other major podcast platform wherever you get your podcasts. There is the print on demand cast just for you. So with that, for Travis, I'm Josiah. We'll see you next time right here on the Print on Demand cast. See ya. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print on Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next week.